Chapter 7 The laundry room in the basement of Becky's apartment building was behind one of just three doors in a small cement hallway lit by a single dull light bulb. Normally, Becky hated the basement. It was scary and dark. Weird sounds carried through it. But today, she walked with a spring in her step. She pulled open the door. The laundry room was big and empty, with bicycles piled to one side and a washer and dryer tucked far in the back corner. Randall was leaning against a drain sink next to them. He'd removed his pants, but for some reason had kept his sweater, socks, and shoes on. He was leafing through a pornographic magazine while lazily masturbating. His pants were folded neatly on top of the dryer as if he'd just laundered them. Becky looked at the magazine, then at the folded pants, and then at his dick. Her fantasy was crumbling before her eyes like a wall of sand. His penis was nearly invisible. Between his giant thumb and index finger, it looked no bigger than a nail, and was almost as thin. His lips were making this strange, fish-like puckering as he flipped the pages with a magazine and kissed at each of the models. He must have been some kind of pervert, the kind of pervert Becky had yet to familiarize herself with. Being a new kind of pervert to Becky was a hard task. She leaned into the doorframe and watched him a moment. It was obvious that he was having a hard time arousing himself. From the looks of it, she wondered if his microscopic dick even had the ability to harden. It seemed natural in its cold spaghetti noodle state. She could tell it frustrated him by the way the veins on his forehead stood out. He was holding his breath and wheezing. His knees trembled. Across the room, near the pile of bikes, was a table and a shelf of detergents. Becky's downstairs neighbor was standing at this table, folding laundry and watching Rando with vague interest. She was a small, old Asian woman. Becky didn't know her name, only that she had several grandchildren living with her. The old woman stood there with her hair tucked under a hairnet, routinely folding shirts and watching Rando as if he were a boring television program. Then the woman looked over at Becky and then back at Rando, rolling her eyes. Rando was oblivious to both of them, infatuated with the glossy pages in his hand. He seemed comfortable in his corner, as if he'd done this several times before. Becky stepped inside and let the spring-loaded door slam behind her. Rando flinched and tossed the magazine over his shoulder, coughing and adjusting his stance to a more relaxed lean. His penis hung flaccid as a spoonful of room-temperature butter with no testicles to be seen. He motioned for her to come toward him, nodding at her with a needy smile. Becky was suddenly turned off. Rando's eyes were full of desperation. She walked over to him, though, and even leaned into his chest, warming up to the idea that it could still be good despite the visuals. Rando touched her all wrong. Now that they were out of her bathroom, all he wanted to do was delicately glide his big, rough hands over her shirt and smell her hair. It was embarrassing, especially since her old woman neighbor was watching. Rando said something, something in his language. It sounded like he was trying to clear his throat. Then he grabbed Becky by the arm and turned her over to the washing machine, pushing her face down into its lint, littered top. Becky kicked herself out from under him and pushed him away. No, she said, don't fuck me like a dog. Rando just looked at her dumbly and shrugged. He seemed helpless. Here, she said, taking his hand and putting it on her breast. 
She stood up on her tiptoes and kissed his mouth, but he didn't kiss back. She took his other hand and ran it down her back and made it squeeze her ass. She lifted herself up and sat on the washer, spreading her legs and pulling him between them. She tried to kiss him again, but he was made entirely of wood, all of him but his member. His cock felt like a dead clam as she fumbled with it. Even her hand made it look small. She massaged it as best she could, cradling the back of his neck with her free arm and faking an enthusiastic, playful smile. This was the most work she'd ever remembered putting into a fuck, but somehow it needed to be worth it. Somehow it needed to not let her down. She could tell Rando was embarrassed by the way his eyes darted around and his jaw flexed. The old woman in the corner had even looked away out of boredom. Rando grunted and then took Becky's wrists and stopped her, pulling the hand out of their conjoined laps and flicking it aside. He stopped all movements and rested his hands on the tops of her thighs, looking down at himself and shaking his head. Becky ran a hand through his hair, lifting his face to look her in the eyes. He was still so beautiful, but now more human. He looked her over thoughtfully, resting his eyes on her lips. Then he kissed her. It was breathtaking. Becky's spine filled with electricity. Her whole body convulsed as their tongues collided and prodded one another. She grabbed him by the ears and pulled him onto her, resting her back into the dials of the washer and wrapping her legs around him. His energy drained out his mouth and into hers. It tasted like thick, dark chocolate. She ripped at his sweater, pulled it up around his neck, and ran her hands over his chest and arms. Suddenly, he was strong. Suddenly, he was powerful. He grabbed her by the throat while his other hand cradled the back of her thigh and folded her in half beneath him. She reached between his legs and took hold of him once more. He'd grown. His dick was swollen and throbbing, filling the palm of her hand with a tender, flexing softness. All it taken was a kiss. She laid back and slid him inside of her. Their eyes met. Soon, they'd moved from the washing machine to the floor, to the dryer, and finally across the room to the table where the old woman had shuffled politely out of their way, taking her baskets and leaving the room with a giggle. It was lovemaking. They'd made love, Becky was certain of it. And as she laid in the afterglow, naked on a cement floor, staring at a cement ceiling, she tried to compare the moment to any other and couldn't. Rando had been the best. Their slow, pathetic start even made it more special. She smiled, thinking about how she'd first entered the room and found him with the magazine, stopping herself from laughing. Her Lenny Kravitz shirt was folded like a pillow beneath her head. Rando had put it there during their final position on the floor in the center of the room, where he'd mounted her and orgasmed like some kind of beast, puffing out his chest and howling at the sky. He'd held her by the ankles, just like she'd always imagined he'd do. He'd even kissed her several times afterwards, just like she'd always hoped he would. But he'd left quickly once it ended, grunting in his same manly way and shrugging with a smile as he washed his genitals in the drain sink and dressed himself. 
Becky's body tingled in all the places he'd touched her, and she laid there where he'd left her, reliving those final climactic moments over and over with her eyes closed. It comes so close to being a letdown, but she'd finally gotten him, finally tasted him, fed herself to him, climbed onto him. They'd done it all, every position she knew. He could last. They didn't need to speak. They didn't need language. Their bodies had sung to one another, like birds. Outside the small basement window, rain continued to patter. The storm was caressing its wet hands over the standing grass and blowing its cool air through the limbs of trees. But Becky laid beneath the earth, hot and damp, as if she'd been pulled through a fire. Her insides smoldered, warming her thighs and the tips of her 